Can I start with your rear? No, Dave. I should be able to include that as one of them. As something you're grat- you have great you have gratitude for? Yes. David. I am grateful. <laughs> and I'm grateful that you continue to work on it in all your <laughs> Pilates classes. Very, I feel like I'm very fortunate. I stand by that one. Welcome to Shrinkwrapped. I'm Allison Colarosi here with Dr. David Colarosi, and we are here for another episode of Shrinkwrapped, talking about all things relationships, our relationship, others' relationships, and what we should be doing that we're not yeah, doing. Yeah, this isn't more of an aspirational podcast. Yeah. What are we doing wrong? Yeah. So far, I think we've recorded like five or six of these, and, and I think we've done zero of the things that we're supposed to do. I, so can I tell you, I was listening to a really good podcast today yeah. called, are we doing it wrong? Oh, and, that's a good idea. And a it's, good name. And, and they, and they were li- interviewing a laundry expert. I learned so much. Sweetheart, you, you are, and I'm not, I don't want to, I, I, I really want to speak the truth, <laughs> but I have some feedback for you. Huh. You are by far the worst folder of clothes that i've ever encountered well that's probably true and i did learn though a lot about laundry and we are doing everything wrong like you 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 should not use pods because you're using way too much detergent and you just need a little bit of detergent because it has surfactant in it and the surfactant is what takes the germs and brings them down the drain but if you put too much detergent in then it's just like the germs don't stick to the surfactant. So that we should also be doing that. Sa- hold on. That sounds highly suspect. It's like, you know what that sounds like? Something my dad would say when he's trying to save money on pods. No. My dad used to say that I used too much detergent. He would always do half the detergent because he felt like we were. it was too sudsy. Well, just so you know, your dad was doing a lot of smart things in laundry that we're not doing. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of smart in in the world of laundry he was really good yeah like you know how he used those wool balls those oh yeah number one cut your dry time in half these are these are for everybody listening they're dryer balls like they're these these like they're like softballs he put three softballs in the dryer with essential oils that is the what you should be doing instead of dryer sheets dryer sheets coat your clothes and um with chemicals I learned so much today, and I'm going to be making some changes. But did they teach you how to fold? That wasn't part of it. It was the actual laundry doing. The washing, the part that the, the, you learned about what the machine should do. I learned how to optimize the machine, but also I feel like I may not be a good folder. You're 100% right, but... You are a great folder. You just don't do that. So Excuse me. I think I do more folding. For the listeners, I wish there was a way for me to like, you know when you you get a paper towel and you wipe down the table, like after dinner or whatever, and you're cleaning up and you're out of the rags and you're like, oh, we, we got a paper towel. We'll clean up this mess with a paper towel after dinner. And then you crunch it up in a ball and then throw it in the trash. That's what it looks like when Allison folds my shirts. Well, so I did learn that, like, if you want wrinkle-free clothes, mm-hmm. you have to immediately take them, as soon as they're done drying, 
You have to immediately take them out. And most clothes should be hung instead of dried. Oddly, this seems like a very fascinating podcast you listen to. It was so I just don't good. understand why you were in. This doesn't seem like your heart song as far as content. I'm surprised <laughs> that this is where you. I actually really like this podcast. It's it again. It's called "Am I Doing It Wrong?" And they've done thing. They've had topics like la, um, pooping. Pooping? Yeah, like, like having a bowel movement. Like having a bowel movement. I think they. Sh- I should be the expert. Or that. or going to hotel. They have experts on that talk about it. Like dump experts. Dump experts, doctors. They also had like. Wait, can we talk about the dumps? You're moving too quickly. No. How do you qualify as the dump expert? I actually don't ask me about that one. I haven't heard. I didn't listen to that one because um, I don't really like talking about that. But I did learn about <laughs> how you should deal with like booking a hotel room. They have it's they have some good content. I recommend it. <laughs> am I gonna so am I gonna see some, we're gonna see some changes in our the full the clothing situation? Well, yeah, like number one, I'm getting rid of dryer sheets. And if you want to take static out of your clothes instead of using dryer sheets, you're supposed to make a ball out of aluminum foil and the air pockets and the aluminum foil like take the static out. Oh, that's interesting. And one like thing of detergent should last you a whole year not like we're just using way too much detergent and it's probably not getting as clean like sometimes you know like i'm really sweaty which brings us to our topic today but I'm well a- that's the segue right there okay keep going <laughs> but um so sometimes i think like i should put two pods in because like i'm gross yeah no 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 it get less clean with more detergent isn't that crazy i i'm it and he, I had, have a he hard was time. using science. He's written a book. He's written a book called Camp Laundry. And he's been on Oprah. So he so this is like legit. This is legit. And That's, he's passionate and he was very interesting. <laughs> I'm well, I'm hoping like you, you know how you always say like you're wanting my passions to move away <laughs> from things like YouTube and towards things like dishes. <laughs> I hope that la- you, all of a sudden you're like, Dave, I just, I got to go fold some clothes. <laughs> Well, I, I do. I, yeah, it's. I don't know about folding clothes, but I do feel like I. I got a couple of pearls today, and I always. I've always liked because sometimes I get anxious when people, depending on the person giving the pearls, which I think we need to talk about on one podcast. Is sometimes I just turn it off because I'm getting anxious while I'm listening to the pearls because I'm doing everything wrong. Because the pearls are so ridiculous. They're no. They're not ridiculous. They're probably great. I'm just have anxiety because i'm i'm having self-loathing oh i think that's the difference between you that's a that's a i i mean i think it's a problem but i think it is a good quality that you have Hmm. it's sometimes it's a good quality your default is that you can learn from somebody else my default is that they're stupid (laughs) (laughs) like the laundry guy like like you you said that and i go all right, my dad just said they're trying to save money on soap, right? But you listen long enough that you're like, oh, there's, there's science behind this, whatever you call it, the, whatever. There's a reason behind it, but you feel like you want to learn. Or like if you listen to a, a self-help guru, my default is they're totally full of shit and I'm not interested and I'm only listening to tell you that they're stupid. But you are like, well, let's let's hear them out. This might be a good idea. You know what I mean? You you are very open you you are very open-minded i'm glad you think that about me because i don't because i some i think that about you 
because I get anxious sometimes when I'm listening to people and I want to immediately shut it off sometimes depending on who is giving me the information. If you're impressed with them, then you want to shut it off. If you feel like they're doing it better than you, then you don't want it. Then you don't. No. I mean, I, there are some, maybe it's just, I have to be in the right frame of mind. Like I was really able to take in this laundry guy today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think you, I think you're pretty open-minded. I don't think I know of anybody. I'm trying, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of a moment when you, I mean, I think to a fault you're open-minded. Like mm-hmm. I, I also think the pendulum swings so far where you're, uh, uh, you, you re- you're like the salesperson's fantasy, you know, <laughs> like whatever that somebody says, I feel like you're like, oh, that, like you, you believe everybody's really good until they wrong you, and then just as a side note, then you're, it, they have a hard time coming back from that. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I feel like we should, tra- do you want to transition to the our Dave Matthews Band concert? No. For another day, we should talk about, that should be on the list. <laughs> Allison and my, our first concert together. So, such a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. So you, you had a transition that the most professional podcasters would have been envious of, which is to say, you know, I am really stinky. <laughs> why are you so stinky well i i um i value consistency in fitness Mm -hmm. and i work out every day and i make sure i build up a good sweat every day and i am italian okay okay i think i I think (laughs) i was bragging about your transition and now you're diving deep into the stink and i think that we're we're overlooking (laughs) The transition was to today's conversation being about how to stay fit. Yes. You wanted to do like how to be fit as a couple or like fitness habits of a healthy couple. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Well, can I, can I say that what I think is so funny is you get on a fitness kick. Yeah. You go all in. I mean, whatever you do, you go all in like we got blood glucose monitors recently yeah we read a book outlive and then we quit sugar we roar blood glucose monitors and that fizzles for you yes. but i consistently stay at it i jump on board you fizzle yes and i stay consistent and i feel like that's a pattern i don't ever there's never a time when i'm the one like leading the charge on that <laughs> on it on like new things yeah yeah but you do adopt fast i adopt and then i consistently stay with it yeah which isn't fun because i have all these diets that you've had me on now i'm an amalgamation of all of them <laughs> you are that's true <laughs> yeah and yeah. you quit um you quit about you're like a good six weeks person that's not okay it I, I feel like i need more credit than that well, you're the credit. It's the passion. No, but I'm I. Okay, so the story is. Let me just kind of tell a little bit of a story mm-hmm. here. So I hadn't been to the doctor in like I think twenty years. Allison goes, "You need to go to the doctor," and she was really pushing this whole. You gotta go to the doctor. Well, so, you should hold on. You should say why because I'm the one who pays our health insurance, and I feel like I pay a lot of money for you not to ever get anything checked. 
Okay, so I and go to the, out of all the things that you you only get one thing checked to, per year. Well, <laughs> like that's I true. You didn't get your teeth or your eyes, but you did get everything else. Yes, I or your get, mole patrol. Will you stop with the teeth thing? People on the internet think that I don't brush. <laughs> no, they don't. Between the two of you, uh, between the two of us, I'm the most fastidious with our teeth. No, I go it to the dentist. I go. I go clean. four times a year. Everything is in order in my mouth. Molly, Doctor Hyken. Okay. Anyway, tell the truth. All right. Tell the so, truth. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So you say, "Davey, you have to go to the doctor." I say, "Okay." So I look and try to find a doctor. I find somebody. His name is Doctor Straight, by the way. <laughs> so I go to Doctor Straight and I go in there, and I first of all, he says, "I get a note ahead of time. You need to, um, uh, you know, d- you need to fast before. So fast for twelve hours or whatever before you come in here." Yes, sir. So I stop eating and drinking at like 8 p.m. at night. And then my doctor's appointment is at, I think, 10 o'clock in the morning or something like that. So I am starving and I'm thirsty. All right? So I get in there. David Kohler, is he MFT, PhD? Responsive. I I listen to rules. So I show (laughs) up there and they go, you're going to need to pee in a cup. And first of all, I got up in the morning, I peed. And then I have nothing in me. And I, it's like I always, like, it made me think of, like, the, you know, UFC fighters when they're like, oh, I can't pee. And I'm always like, I can always squeeze something out. I could get nothing. I'm like, I need to drink some water. Like, can you give me some water? And they're like, oh, why have you not been drinking water? So I thought I was fasting, like, all the way fasting. So anyway, <laughs> so they, I, I finally squeeze out a few drops, but it, look, it looks like almost oil coming out of me because there's no so fluid. Gross. All right. So it's like bright orange. And they take my pee thing. And then they're like, oh, we need to take your blood. And then because I have, I have no fluids in me, my veins are hard. They're stabbing me trying to get the veins out. Finally, they get the vein, whatever, take a little bit of blood. And then, you know, we go through the whole workup. Everything looks good. But he goes, you know, you're, you're overweight. But, you know, but other than that, you look like you're pretty good. And then he goes, how much beer do you drink every week? And I go, I, I don't even drink. I bet you I don't even have a beer a week. I think I drink. Two beers a month, maybe. Total. May, totally, maybe. Maybe. Like, I am not a... We're not drinkers. No. Yeah. It, and he's like, really? You, you got a pot belly? And I'm hey, man. And, and he goes, <laughs> you're, you're really healthy, but you just got to, you got to figure out, what's your, what are you eating? I'm like, I eat pretty healthy. He's like, you really got to watch the pot belly. Like, I mean, he called me <laughs> overweight, pot belly, like three times and then at the end, he was like, yeah, you're, again, it's really good, but you, if you don't get that under control, it's going to be, it's going to be a real even, problem. You have and no I, pot belly. And I, I don't know. I, I, am, I leave that and I'm like stressed out about the thing. So then I leave. Then he calls me a week later and he goes, you know, we're a little bit concerned because your urine, there's some stuff going on in the urine that we're not sure about. So we need to put it in for extra testing. And I'm like, oh my God, I've got cancer. I don't know what it is. Calls me like the next week after that. Turns out the urine was just not diluted and like everything was you in there. You were just that. very tired. Very, all the enzymes were out of whack because there was no fluid. So we're all good. <laughs> and he goes, but your cholesterol is high, you know, given your pot belly. He said so, pot belly again? No, he just said because you're overweight. He only said pot belly, I think, twice. But you're not overweight. Uh, he, according to Dr. Strait, I am overweight. <laughs> so then he goes, so then he goes, um, you need to really change your diet. And he goes, well, like, what are you eating in the morning? And I said, I usually eat eggs. And he says, how many? And I go, I usually eat three eggs, three whole eggs and two egg whites. And he goes, holy shit. 
Well, I mean, you did think you were Gaston for a while. I thought eggs are good for you. So he was like, you're on the Mediterranean diet. In <laughs> Anyway, so I was, we, there was a, a change was needed. I have since then, by the way, lost about nine pounds and kept it off. FYI. But so, I feel like you've gone back to the eggs. Yeah, <laughs> I am back to the eggs. I do. I love eggs. But I did, I'm not doing five. I'm doing three in the morning. One full one or three holes? Three holes. Okay, but David. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whites that the one guy. But they're delicious. I love them. Okay. Little eggs. And so what's, anyway, what is the, uh, uh, I'm not sure where this is going, but I'm just saying we, so, oh, so since then I read Peter Atia's book and, you know, he recommended 45 minutes of zone two cardio. I think five days a week, and I think I'm at four or five days every week I do at least, I do zone two cardio for yeah. 45 minutes. That's good. All right, so that's not six, that's been six months, not six weeks. That was yeah, my whole like, point of that story. One of the other things he recommended was building muscle, and you're not doing that. I know, I'm wasting away. That's why I'm able to keep 40, my, so you got to do it. So I think you really help us like get started on a program. Oh, oh, so so the okay. start so the start was I read Peter Tia's book mm-hmm. and there are four ways that you die in short. One is cardiovascular issue, one is neurological issue, one is metabolic issue, right? Mm-hmm. And the last one is what I what I say cardio and cancer. So in all four of those things, respond to diet and exercise and sleep. And the shocker is, so I say that, and even as I'm saying, I'm going like, wait a second, David, you're, hold on. You read a book and changed your approach to fitness and health because you learned that diet and exercise matter. And the answer is yes, okay? <laughs> yes. Peter Atia made a very compelling argument that the easiest one to tweak is you know, make sure that you're you're getting your body underweight, like you're putting weight on your body and you're doing cardio and that you're not doing, um, that your sugars are under control. So we bought continuous glucose monitors to measure our sugar and both of you and I did more cardio and I've given up on the weights, but I need to get back at it. Yeah. I feel like this turned into the most boring podcast. What is your, <laughs> what did your, you wanted to do, you, did you have some pearls for, what a, you, the, our goal here was how does a couple stay fit together together and how do we I, do that well i feel like i really value consistency and you value starting okay and i value starting too but i feel like you're a better starter and i'm a better consistency person so i feel like we need to mesh those worlds what's the tip for people don't unravel like us <laughs> I didn't unravel. But as a couple, mm. I've I've unraveled. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Can I, I, I feel like I'm talking a lot here, but kind of say the way that what Allison does is she goes, you should tell you, say your routine. What's your routine? For what? Fitness. How do you, how do, what's your consistency look like? <clears throat> I work out every day. I get up at 4.30 in the morning um, during the week and 6.30 on the weekends. And I do cardio and Pilates. And how do you stay interested in it? Tell the world, how do you, this is the coach Allison, 
how, what are you, what allows you to be that consistent for so long? Like years you've been doing this. I think for me, it's an energy thing. So if I, if I don't work out, like if I, if I accidentally miss cardio in the morning, I'm tired all day. And then I'm irritated that I'm tired and then I get depressed. So I think mostly it helps me um, ground myself for the day. So like I have energy when I come home, when you see me, I'm almost irritating to you because I'm high energy when I get home. Yes. All the way. <laughs> Not almost all the way. Cause she comes, I just roll out of bed and she comes home and she's a little bit stinky. <laughs> she's a little, she's like, she's got like a nice, like a combination of stink and <laughs> it, it, there's stink and arrogance in the air. When I, when you roll, I roll out of bed all tired <laughs> trying to make a coffee and Allison's doing cartwheels in the kitchen. So I think for me, it's about the, um, f about energy and accomplishment. And I'm able to check that off during the day, which helps me focus for the other tasks that I need to get done. If that's out of the way. Okay. But you're, so you've told people why you do it, mm -hmm. but can you share how to, for the listener, how would they, if they wanted to be on the Allison Colorosi fitness plan, how would they do that? How do you stay motivated? Well, I have different different modalities, Dave. Okay, tell me about those. <laughs> so I'm I am social, but because I I work and I have a family, it's hard to be social and get your fitness in. So mm -hmm. I try to mesh them together, and so I get all my friends to do the classes with me. How do you do that? Well, like. First of all, I, nobody wants to work out with me. How are you getting your friends to work out with you? Because we meet. We, like, go to Climber together, and then we talk for a little bit after. Or I meet, you know, I meet Chris at the Y to do body pump, and then we complain the whole time that it's too hard. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So we do things like that. And you're the one that's the driver of those different... I'm the one who always texts my friends about it. I mean, because I just let them know that I'm going to go, and hopefully they come. And try to, like, get them to come. Because it gives me, like, some a little bit of social time. Yeah. That's an activity where, like, we can do something together. I think one of the things for women is that, we're like, men play golf together or whatever. Women don't do that. And mm -hmm. so, like, I, I, it was, it's my version of that. Trying to get us to have an activity, like, an experience together. That's a good, so that's a tip one from Allison. Make it social. Yeah. Right? And, and by the way, by doing that, not only do you make it more enjoyable for you, but you also hold yourself accountable because you can't go say, hey, Ina, meet me at Climber and then not show up. Yes. One time I scheduled a tennis brunch with mm -hmm. friends and then Enzo got the stomach bug and then I forgot I scheduled it and my <laughs> tennis group was really mad. They showed up, but I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they were really mad about it. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and there's probably room in a separate podcast we could talk about communication and structure there's maybe room for growth okay but one thing you do is make it social what are those what else do you do the other thing is i i pre-plan it when i'm feeling motivated mm -hmm. like my pilates classes are are booked out till may i've booked my class till may till may i've booked each class that i'm going to take till may okay are, is this is you do this is class pass that allows you to do this? No, this is a membership. I have several memberships. It's a vice of mine. 
I want all the listeners to know that Allison does these membership things, and then I don't know. I mean, I just imagine that they're reasonably priced, but I they're suspect not. <laughs> they're not. But but in reality, I did teach group fitness for twenty years, so I'm just making up for lost time. Because when I taught, I didn't pay for anything. Yes, you did. She was doing group fitness, and she'd be like, oh, "David, I, I'm doing group fitness," and I'm thinking, "Oh, sweet, my wife's got this extra job." Turns out with group fitness, you got to pay for the certification, pay for the music. I think it's it was true. A lo- you lose, lose money. You lose money. Endeavor. But we did get free gym memberships. That's true. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. So one thing you do is you. So tip one from Al- to Allison's tip number one is be social. Tip number two is to plan it out. Plan it out. Make sure put it on your calendar like it's a space on your calendar. Then you don't have the excuse of not doing it because it's already there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that's a tip for life. Like if you want to do something, if you have a goal, put time on your calendar and make it happen. That time is for you. But yeah, for fitness. And I I plan it out and I get it out of the way. At, I work out from five to seven in the morning mm-hmm. and then it's done and it's out of the way. And nothing. if I do it first thing in the morning, nothing gets in the way of it. Yeah. I've noticed. Yeah. If I do it later, like for you, you you do better working out later. But I think when that happens, everything gets in the way. Yeah, that's the and that's my problem. So I think the way you do it is you. For me, not everyone's a morning person, but for me, like getting it out of the way so nothing can get in the way of it. All right. So do it early. Be social. Plan it out. What other things do you do? I also do all the competitions. Oh my so God, can I just, yeah, sorry, go ahead, talk about it, then I'm going to yell about it. Go ahead. I mean, what I wouldn't do for a free shirt, okay? It's ridiculous. Like, I, <laughs> like the one that, I, that I'm, I'm sort of negatively impacted by is Orange Theory. Yeah. Orange Theory is like, we're doing Hell Week, which means you have to go seven days a week. Is that what the, what's the week? I think it's eight days and 10 days or something. It's like a, eight it's, times a <laughs> 10, whatever. But this is for like a t-shirt. Now, yeah. now to go to a, Single class of Orange Theory costs what? 15 bucks? What's it? What's a what's to go in and do one class? It's probably tw- if if you're paying not by month, by month, it's uh, I think I I pay $150 a month. $150 a month just for Orange Theory? Yeah, but I go every day. Okay, all right. She doesn't buy any, she's you are in you are super super low maintenance in every other area but you are i think very high maintenance in this area yeah yeah but it's not like i feel like a lot of people get gym memberships and then don't go i'm not that person you for sure use them all okay okay but she'll she'll like she's doing orange theory she has to do whatever eight workouts in 10 days and she's going she's going to orange theory at three o'clock on a sunday in the middle of the day because she's got to make sure that she gets there so that she can get her shirt. And I, she comes home and she's like, look what I got. And like one time it was a towel. It was like a half a towel. I'm like, Dave, what the hell? Okay, that was, I didn't remember, that was for the dry try, which I didn't know. I just showed up and then I was there and they're like, well, you're going to do it. And I feel like it was like 90 minutes and it was really hard. God. What, uh, whoever, Mr. Orange Theory or Mrs. Orange Theory, very intelligent people. Just overprice all these classes, name things, and then give out really cheap swag for 
$150 a month. You say it's overpriced. You say that. I say I do say that. Yes. You say that, but then like Dr. Straight isn't telling me to lose my pot belly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Touche. <laughs> I should maybe go there more often. All right. So you, okay. So the our tips are. So and we're going to save money in laundry detergent. So it's fine. That's true. We'll make it up there. <laughs> okay. So the, our tips are be social, plan it out. Um, do the competitions and I guess variety because you go to different places. Yeah, I do go to different places. And I think I, I'm a member of class pass mm-hmm. and I feel like that's really helpful. And actually there's like lots of good, there's like soul cycle on there and Barry's boot camp. And you should get sponsored by class pass. I love class pass. And I've gotten like a lot of friends on class pass because when you refer a friend, mm-hmm. you get credits and they get credits. Oh, and Get it out of the way early. That's five tips by Allison Colarosi. You are like a fitness guru now. What's your tip? I this is one of the ones like every <laughs> discussion that this is. <laughs> <laughs> you, I should not be looked up to when it comes to physical fitness, but I do do. I like cardio. I feel like I do cardio pretty consistently. I feel like you should be looked up to. You've run two marathons or more. Three. You've run three marathons. And you've done Ride of the Rockies, which is 100 miles a day for five days. I also did it. And we did the, you were able to just go out there, not doing fitness, and do the bike tour. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like you're able to push yourself to yeah, death. I don't think I'm a slug. But I, but I mean, like, as far as fitness habits, uh, there's room for growth. Mm-hmm. You're, you're much better at being consistent than I am. You want to know what my, my routine is? Hmm. Every, every morning I set my alarm for 5 o'clock. <laughs> this is like really every morning. Every morning Allison gets up at 4.30 I think. Mm-hmm. And it's like a rhinoceros is trying to get out of my bed, get dressed in a dark closet, and then get out of the house. It, is, it could not be noisier. Okay? So you leave. Like, everybody's awake. I wake up and I go, I have 30 more minutes before I'm going to get up. So I just close my eyes. My alarm goes off at five o'clock and it's that, it's that I got a new alarm clock. That's not an alarm. It's the light, which I still, I've had the thing for six months. I cannot figure out how to just turn the light off. Right? It's, it's like, can I tell you, you're, you're a habit purchaser. Like you purchase a habit, like the, your phone case or this alarm clock. And when you're out of town and I, I like, <laughs> it, I am so mad at you because <laughs> Like I just <laughs> you just rip it out of the wall because you can't figure it out. <laughs> so anyway, my light goes, my light starts turning on. So like five five fifteen, I'm awake. I and then I turn my whole alarm clock off and then set my phone for seven and then sleep till seven and then I hear you come in after having worked out and I like in a <laughs> sort of sleepy stupor, I fall out of bed and try to act like I've been doing something in the house while you're. I can hear you, <laughs> I can hear you walking into the garage and then I'm like trying to get. <laughs> I like I'm waking the kids up or something. I run down, try and then make breakfast. And then all day I'm like, is there, am I going to find a half hour in my day to go like, is there a break where I can go run? And then if I, if there isn't, then I don't. It it, it needs some work. Yeah. I do feel like you have to figure out what won't get in the way of it. And for me, it's the early morning for you. The early morning's not going to work for you. It has to, because I can't do it at night. I do the podcast and stuff. But I just, I, I know, but I think you have to find a time during the day to, that 
like nothing will get in the way of it. And you have to be more intentional about planning that time for you because it's so important for the longevity of your life and your happiness and your memory. But the way that I, my job isn't structured that way. Like I don't, if I don't, if I take an hour off in the middle of the day and it's not an hour, I need, I need two hours. I need a half hour to go, whatever, get ready, go work out for an hour, another half hour to get ready, to get unready or whatever, get showered up. It's like a two hour gap in the middle of my day. I can't, and I, I get paid by the hour. I, I can't. I can't. I know, but I think you have to. You have to be more creative on time. Like maybe your time to work out would be seven to seven forty-five, and then you take the kids to school. <laughs> and then I do all sweaty. Yeah. Or I all take right. the kids to school. No, because you pick them up. I feel like I need to take them in. I'll figure it out. That'll be a on our New Year's resolution. I'll, I'll mine one of my twenty four that goals you're making me set for this year. I'll have I'll we'll figure something out. By the way, it's February first. What are the five things you like about me? Oh, <laughs> can I start with your rear? No, Dave. I should be able to include that as one of them. As something you're grat you have great you have gratitude for. Yes, David. I am grateful. <laughs> And I'm grateful that you continue to work on it in all your <laughs> Pilates classes. Very, I feel like I'm very fortunate. I stand by that one. I like that you, after we've been together for so long, I'm very grateful that you seem to still find me funny. Like you put up with a lot because I think that you find it funny. I am grateful that you are such an incredible... The fact that you went to Lino's school today to eat lunch with him, I didn't even know that that was happening. But I'm grateful that you are aware of what the, what's going on with the kids and you're so super attentive despite the fact that you're busy. I'm, gr- I'm very grateful that you have a job and it's a significant job. And I'm and grateful that you are fully engaged professionally that way. Like I, I feel like you have a very robust, well-rounded life and I like the fact that you're involved in all those things. I'm grateful that you continue to work on your I feel like you are not satisfied. That's why you liked Rachel Hollis at the beginning. The idea of having an accept- exceptional relationship. I like the fact that you're like striving for that consistently. Is that five? Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what should we, what we should do next. Like, in, just as far as like if we were playing if we were playing a game of of tennis, I feel like I just lobbied a ball over there. Anything that you want to talk about? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm grateful that you, um, are a tinker. You like to tinker and try new things and you, um, are able to sell me and get me on board. Okay. I'm very grateful for that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? I'm really grateful that you let me get up in the morning and have the, my time to myself from 4.30 to, um, even though I'm like a rhinoceros. It comes at great personal sacrifice, yes. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that you um, let me have all my gym memberships without getting on me about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm grateful that you... um, I'm grateful that you coach Enzo at soccer. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful that, like, when we do the kids' projects, you go all in for it. When we're doing it. I thought you didn't love that. I did love that. 
It just was bad timing. Oh, okay. It is on it. You didn't want nothing physical? Not my, not my pot I'm belly? Gr- I'm grateful for your calves. Oh, my calves. <laughs> it's not what I was hoping for. But okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to save some. We have a whole month of this. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> That's it. Is that good? Mm-hmm. All right. Love you. Love you.